Hi, cats and kittens. How's everybody doing? I hope they're all doing good and enjoying some nice hot weather. This weather is absolutely amazing. I don't care who you are. I don't want to hear any more complaints about this heat because winter is coming, my friend. And I don't just mean because Game of Thrones was on this past weekend. Because I don't watch that. I know now I'm not going to get hate mail. I don't watch Game of Thrones either, so now I'll get hate mail with you. You get hate mail as it is, so it's okay. Only from you. I feel like there should be a Yelp review on, on us and there should be a bad Yelp review on just you. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I actually got a good one from work. Oh, okay. I'll give you that. Um, I'm just kidding with you. Anyways, thank God there's not Yelp reviews for podcasts. Oh my goodness. That'd be horrendous. No, they just degrade them on their Facebook pages. And uh, yeah, true story. Controls can suck it. Anyways. All right. So, uh, it's episode 55. Holy smokes. Can you believe it? Uh, we're up there now. I know. Episode 55. I cannot believe it. Right? Um, and it's July. It's the middle of July. Middle end of July. Oh We're God. in like the, the 19th oh. or 20th here. Oh, oh. Guess what I saw this week at the mall? Back to school sales. Oh, oh it ripped my heart yeah. out. Yeah, I saw them too. Uh, As I walk through the mall, out. I see the back to school sales and back to school shopping. Although... It's the time for me to always stock up on pens, paper, pencils, and stuff like that. Like, I like to, so. Yes. Like, you need another notebook. Like, I need a fucking hole in my head. But anyway. Nobody asked your opinion. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. So, let's kick this off like we always do. Cheers. Beer time. Beer time. And what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking from our local friends. So you have local and I don't have local. Correct. Today. I have the Voodoo Brewery Hazy Afternoon. This is like a limited release. It was only like so much of it was available and out there. And I think it's all sucked up and bought by now. So it's a New England pale ale. What yes. makes it New England style? It's very hazy. And it's... um. And what makes it hazy? Can you like enlighten me on what makes beer so, hazy? It's the it's an unfiltered pale ale, uh, which makes it hazy. Uh, they're using uh, mosaic Nolly Eldorado, uh, Azaka hops. Um, this beer is very rich in citrus. Uh, nice tropical fruit notes. Um, it's a session essentially. It's you know 5.5 5. Um, ABV. Uh, you can pretty much sit on the porch and drink this, float around a pool and drink it. Wonderful. Um, but yeah, it's very nice. Uh, so I know that the one place where I picked it up, uh, got five cases of it and it was gone quickly. So how, how, like how much was left when you got a can? Uh, I think there was one case and I think they broke up a six pack for individuals. Because wow. I got an individual. I didn't pick up a whole... Uh, sorry, it was four-pack. I didn't pick up a whole four-pack. I picked up individual, and I picked up a couple other individuals. I picked up a Pizza Boy Mirren River, uh Pizza Boy Blue Collar Lager, which I did last week on the show. And then I picked up a uh, Evil Twin um, Imperial Simcoe something. Um, 
So I got like four tall boys, and it was like ten dollars. So. Where was that at? Where else do I buy my beer? Whole Foods. Whole Foods. I mean, come on. We you can you can find us buying beer for mix packs for us at the house at either uh, Whole Foods, Bruce Brothers, uh, Mindful. Uh, you know. So. Yeah. And Amanda is over here, and she has. It's one of her favorite breweries. They're totally not local. I believe they're Colorado. I'd have to double check. Um, and she is drinking the Come Hell or High Watermelon from 21st Amendment, um, which is also a great pool beer, porch beer, tractor beer. It really is. I um, I love this beer. It is one of my favorite beers. I drink it all the time. Um I feel like it is one of our, it's one of my, like, summertime, it's not one of my Desert Island beers, like, we always say that you have a Desert Island beer. Yeah. It's not my Desert Island beer, but what it is, is, it is, um, a, uh, it is truly a summertime favorite. It is. You you drink it in a pool, in a hammock, um. I'm here really podcasting. excited too, right? Yeah, I really am excited too because right now, um, when I bought this one, I also found a sour one too. Yeah, it was the what the funk. watermelon raw or watermelon funk, funk and yeah. it was like I haven't had it yet, so stay tuned. It may be next week's beer if it sits in the fridge that long. If it sits in the fridge that long, I'll drink it. I will stab you in the eye with a pencil. Hey, you're lucky I haven't ripped into that specialty terrapin yet. <laughs> The specialty terrapin is for a, cel- a celebratory night. Okay. It's still sitting in the fridge, folks. Anyways, so this beer, it is fruity, but it's not fruity. So don't think the watermelon's going to punch you in the face. It's not. It's very subtle. It's crisp. It's refreshing. Um, I also had this week the Rheingeist Peach Goss. Goes. Goes. And it was very refreshing. I took it to a party. I think I still have one in there, hopefully. You have a Ryan guy something in there. Yeah, it's the same thing. So, because uh, I bought two of those, and then I bought the watermelon funk, and then I bought this watermelon. So, and I had one of those, and it was delicious. And this is the time for, I am sweating all over the place with this beer. I need my beer cozy. I really, really do right now. Um, anyways. This is the perfect type of time for picnics and beer cozies, and I recommend Hell or High Watermelon by 21st Amendment. And where they are out of, um, you were wrong, California. California? Sorry. California. So no, I'm sorry, I'm not drinking local tonight. I do apologize. I did not make it back down to the the beer store to buy more, so I was just like, cheers as it is. There it is. Okay. Amanda has no fucks to give about where her beer is from tonight. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I would have preferred it to be local. But we did, however, have a great time the other day at Whole Foods when we got to have a couple of beers, and most of them were local. Majority of them were, yeah. I, um, as I racked up 13 untapped badges in one sitting. We drank the same damn beers, and I get three badges, and she gets 13. I had one beer that was different than you. 
I think I was just on the cusp of everything, and it, like, pushed me over. Pretty much. And then it continued the next day when I went to Mindful Brewing, and I ended up getting, like, another badge. Yeah, I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> but we did make it down to uh, Whole Foods to sit there and um, have a couple good brewskis in the afternoon. Good brews. Midday afternoon drinking we while went, doing we went, grocery we shopping. We did a little grocery shopping. Which got wasn't good because I was hungry, so empty stomach, full grocery cart, and lots of beer. Ugh, it was not not pretty the rest of the day. We did spend less than a hundred bucks. We did. It wasn't a whole paycheck for us. No, we would. We knew what we were getting. We got dinner that night. Yep. There we go. So few added, right. few added things, but nothing major. So where to eat this week? So you have this one. And get, that... ye, get ye to a food truck. All right. So it's summer. Honestly, we're getting to the point where we need to pull, like, names out of a hat of restaurants to go to, and it is way too hot to flip and cook, and it is way too hot to sit inside of an, a non-air-conditioned restaurant. So wherever has air conditioning or a porch with, like, fans, get yourself there. If not, get a freaking food truck. So, there are wonderful apps out there now. Follow them as many as you can on Twitter to find out where they are every day. Um, there's one called Mobile Nom, and this is, it will tell you where everybody is that day. So you can follow them and get a listing of where food trucks well, are. And also I know our friends out there at the Coffee Buddha, was they have a food truck roundup like once a month, and then, every, yes. and then every Saturday they have multiple food trucks out there. Yes. So that's the Coffee Buddha out in North Hills. Um, and, oh, yeah. yeah, and then, um, Brew Gentleman always has one, uh, Grist House always has one, uh, lots of breweries have them, so just seriously, like, find a good food truck and hunt them down and eat there that night. Yeah, they, uh, the breweries that don't serve full menu usually have a food truck hanging out. Uh, I think Voodoo has their own food truck, don't they? Yes, they do. Food has their own food truck. And it's parked outside the brewery, and you can order food from it. Outside the brew pub, yeah. Outside the brew pub in um, Homestead. So didn't you find something? Oh, so a shout-out. If you are on Twitter, follow now. Uh, open it up right now and search for Food Truck Park. So this is a new park. I, I have no deets yet. Other than a nice little Instagram DM from them saying that they were going to send over information as soon as they can release where it's going to be. But I'm uber excited about this. Um, I feel like it is going to be one hell of a place to go. Um, I'm trying to pull up their official name here. It is called... It's... Their, their Twitter handle is at PGH Food Park. And they already have drawings up of what they'd like to do. And basically, it's going to be a park with a place for food trucks to park, a bar, a stage, an outdoor lounge area, a game yard, parking, event space, um, and, like, yeah, like, two bars. There's going to be a beer garden and an outlook deck and, like, all this stuff. So I'm just waiting to hear where this is going to be because I'm all about this. Like, I am so all about this, it's disgusting. Like, I need immediately, as soon as I saw it, I was like, hi, I want to talk to you because 
I would so go there like once a week just to eat. Definitely. And play yard games and drink beer. So I'm all about this. So go give them some love, follow them up, uh, and hope that they pull it off. Yes. Um, and pull it out of the park. Literally. But I'm bummed, Ching. You're over there, like, Facebooking and not even listening to I my fantastic jokes. I am listening to you. My fantastic jokes. <sighs> It'll be okay. <laughs> All right. And where to drink. I'm voting for the Foundry Tap Room, and here's two reasons why. One, the buckos are on fucking fire right now. Tonight's, we are recording this on Tuesday night. It'll be released in the morning. The game tonight against the Brewers was so effing amazing, I nearly shit my pants. So, kudos to the boys at PNC Park. Kick some more ass. And guess who's back? And I'm happy Starling Marte is back. The Marte Parte is back. Yeah, I'm happy that you're back. I hope this is for good and no more shenanigans. Well, unless we make the playoffs. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, Cervelli... Great speech at the end there, if you're listening. I doubt that you are, but... It'd be great. awesome if you were. If was. you were, great, fantastic. Anyways, so right down from there is the Foundry Tap Room. Um, Get there anytime you can, because they have outdoor seating. We the went place for is lunch. Huge. The place is amazingly huge. And the bar is gorgeous. They have two bars. So, yeah. So, to tell... So, they have a front bar and a back bar, but I went to the back bar where, like gigantic and to tell you a little bit of a backstory about the place so it turns out like they have an event space off to the side that they can like close these big barn doors true story the barn doors are actually repurposed from a barn and were built by the owners nice true story so they have great food we only got to, i only got to try the french fries and the poutine but it was they had my favorite beer from lavery they had one of my, well, Lavery's one of my favorite breweries. It's, like, up there in breweries. Like, I never have a bad Lavery beer that I don't like. And they had one there, and it was delicious. Which is tough, because down here in Pittsburgh, we don't have too much Lavery. No, we Like, closer find... to Erie, I can get it. Harmony Inn, stuff like that, I can get Lavery. Down here, no. Can't find it. Yeah, there's one place that used to have it, and they're not open anymore. Yeah. So, I am voting for Get to the Foundry Tap Room. They have outdoor seating, they have fire pits, a huge dining room, and yes, go there for lunch because they're empty. Literally. I apologize for saying that so rudely, but you won't have a problem getting a table. Yes, I actually happen to know a few people that work there, and I happen to also know the general manager, uh, James Connor. if you're listening. Give you that shout out. He's a good dude. He keeps the staff sharp. Uh, and uh, Mandy, one of the bartenders, she's a good girl. I've worked with her for a couple years at another place, and I know she's down there now. Um, she's been there since they opened, so uh, that's a little over a year now. Uh, good spot. I mean, I've stopped there. I've never eaten there. I've only had eaten. Eaten. I've never eaten there. <laughs> I've only ever had um, beverages there, and I know their happy hour was a little was a little crazy. It was something like all all drafts for like four dollars and like wines are like four or five dollars. I mean it's not I don't know if they're all half off 
everything, but I think they're all like five bucks or something or somewhere around those lines. But I remember drinking a nine and a half percent beer in a sixteen ounce pint glass for five bucks, and I'm like, "Are you sure you should be serving this like this?" Like, "Oh yeah, that's how we do it." I'm like, "Okay." So, uh, yeah, good stuff. James, I'll give you a mention on Facebook so that you have to uh, listen to this now. <laughs> that's the power of marketing. There it is. James Connor, good dude. Um, fa- uh, the Foundry, in general, good little spot. We like it. Um, you know what? Do you know what? We need to just have like a midweek day off and just North Shore day drink. I told him I would be back in a couple weeks to have <laughs> dinner there. So the manager who was so nice, or the owner, um, was there the day that I was there to, um, we were recording another podcast. Um, and he, I told him, I was like, I'll wait to come back to review you. So trust me, we'll go, we'll be back down there because their fries alone were pretty epic. But I'm in agreement that we need a weekday off to go uh, have a Pittsburgh day very soon. Just, just have like a North Shore day drinking and eating day. I mean, that's I don't the... know about that. I don't need day drinking all day. But if you eat with it, you'll be okay. If you say so. This is uh... me we're talking about. <laughs> so anyway. I'm sleeping at the Allegheny Inn Cup midday. We can Robert. make that happen too. <laughs> we can make that happen too. Robert, we just need to recharge our batteries for a couple hours. Um, anyways, all right. I think it's time for a break. Then we'll and come then back with some we've events. We've got a ton of events coming up. Holy snikes. Okay, so we're going to take a little break and then we'll be back with events. And we are back. So, it's summer. It's still busy in Pittsburgh. I feel like it's good. We still have major events coming up, too. We still do. So, let's talk about the two major events first. We got Yagata Regatta and Picklesburg coming up still. Yeah, Picklesburg is the last weekend in July. Is that Friday and Saturday or is it Friday, Saturday, Sunday? It is Friday and Saturday. From 12 until, like, 9. And there'll be everything from pickle juice competitions to bands to food trucks to art to swag to dancing to drinks to everything. See, and this is where I say I apologize now. I don't like anything pickled. Neither do I. So I probably will not try any of the pickle drinks, the pickle food. Everything is involved pickles. And they pickle everything. I probably will not be eating. You probably will not be eating. No. I hope they don't pickle up the beer. Because that'll be good. But. I've had pickle juice beer. It wasn't that bad. But no. I don't. It's not something I would drink at great length. Um, anyways. So Picklesburg. End of the month. 12 to 9. Friday, Saturday. Um, take a trolley downtown. Or park on the North Shore. And walk over. Um, there is not a Buckos game that weekend, so you are pretty open on the north side. And this side is on the Clemente Bridge this year, right? It is, because the Warhol is still underneath construction, and so is the Rachel, um, Carson. Rachel Carson Bridge. Thank you. I the, never remember her name. The, and this is the first year that's on Warhol. The first year it was on Rachel Carson. Last year it was on Warhol. 
This year it's on Clemente. Right. So for those of you that grew up here, the 6th, 7th, and 9th Street Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> so this year it's on the 6th Street Bridge um, on your way over to uh, PNC Park. So anyways, so park over there, walk over, stop at the Foundry for a drink and dinner beforehand or lunch, whatever. All right. Um, and then you regatta regatta is the following weekend. It is. That's the 5th and 6th. Oh. Fourth, fifth, and sixth. Fourth, fifth, and sixth. Yes. So all weekend long, we're talking some great bands, including Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth is coming for free. What? So do you remember last year we got to see Jim Blossoms? Yeah, we saw Jim Blossoms in uh, Better Than Ezra. Better Than Ezra. For free. So they're continuing on with the '90s music theme with Smash Mouth, and there'll be a country band on Friday night. That I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm sorry. I'm like the horrible person of the world. Um, yeah, you got that one Smash Mouth song in my head. I'm sorry. Somebody wants that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Um. Anyways, and there's apparently, so great story out of that. Uh, there's a guy on Craigslist who's asking for people to dress up like Shrek and join him for the Smash Mouth concert. Like, there's a guy up here. Yeah, I read it on Facebook. What does Shrek have to and Smash Mouth have to do? He, like, there's, like, four Smash, Smash Mouth songs in the Shrek movies. Okay, see, I haven't seen the Shrek movies, so... Yeah, so, you want to know. You have no idea. No idea. Uh, so what else is going on during the regatta? We have the, um, the puppy shows with the dogs that catch the Frisbees. Right. There is Probably the... Probably some water ski... There is the power boats. There are the jet ski um, competitions. There is also the Golden, um, the Pitt, Ohio uh, Festival of Lights parade again, which is where people decorate their boats and then go down in a parade. Um, This year, lacking, uh, which was here last year, is the... um, the where they race the like majestic and the good ship lollipop. Oh right. They are not doing that this year apparently. Uh well it's not on the event list yet. Um we have the power boat power boat races, the anything that floats race, and we have um the sandcastles again. We have the beach on the North Shore again, where they fill the North Shore steps with sand. Right. So you can actually go look like you're being in the beach in Pittsburgh. Which is weird, in my opinion, because nobody wants to be in the river. But if you do want to be in the river, you're on a flutog. So the flutog is also going to be here, which is crazy enough as it is. Um, As we're getting closer to it, all the news reports are starting to come out about it. Um, 40 teams, an all-day event. Look for yours truly in between the five and seven hours. Yes, you will be on the Yajagoth <laughs> flying parking, parking chair. chair. Yes, so this is serious. It is a uh, kind of a crazy event. So you do know that after you push, because you're on the push team, that after you push and the pilot goes off and either flies or falls face first or however ends up in the river, hopefully they fly very far when we have a, a, a builder extraordinaire that can pretty much put anything together. Um, building the Flutog itself. Right. You do know that the, the the rest of the crew is expected to, like, jump off the platform. No. Into the they're river. not expected to jump. 
everyone I've ever seen, they've all jumped off. No, it's not really expected to jump off the platform. It is expected to act like a goofball you do when that you're regularly. pushing it and things like that. And let's just say we already have a dance, a song, and it involves snow shovels. So, oh gosh, you know. I just can't say anything else. But, yes, so that's coming up. We're going to have um, some T-shirts for sale to benefit it, and we'd like to raise some money for the um, emergency medical funds here in Pittsburgh. So, just to let you know. Um, so, that's that with the regatta. So, we also have this weekend the WPA, the Western Pennsylvania Lamb Cook-Off. So we've had Jameson's before, Jameson's Farms meets before, that we've picked up from Farm to Table many years ago. And they are one of the largest lamb-producing farms. They are well-known, and they are here in Latrobe. So they got 23 chefs to go to the Ace Hotel, Whitfield Restaurant, and the outside of that, which is the little patio area in between them and the Carnegie Library, um, to become like a lamb cook-off. So they were divided up into teams of four, and we're talking chefs from like Butcher and the Rye, uh, Scratch Food and Beverage, Vivo, um, some of the best restaurants in the city. Union Standard. Yes, all of um, them. Uh, Cure. Cure, uh, yes, all of them. Like, we're talking some of the best, best, best chefs. So for your ticket, you can get tickets in advance for 50 bucks um, if for adults. And you get to go and sample and help choose People's Choice Award. There is also going to be a VIP event. If you get there and you want to spend the extra $10, there's a VIP access area. And it is a, um, it is a, uh, it is, uh, going to be in the gym where they're going to have a nice bar and a lounge area. So, there is that. Okay, so, 23 chefs all over Western Pennsylvania come in, lamb cook-off, see a VIP event with an advanced bar a lounge area, things like that. Um, If you decide to stay at the hotel and you rent a room, if you put in the code LAMBFEST in checkout when you reserve your room, your two tickets plus VIP access is on the house, is included in staying in the hotel. That might not be a bad deal as long as they don't jack the rooms to the roof to cover the tickets. (laughs) Those rooms are expensive anyway, so you know. I know Jameson Farms Lamb is very good. We have it at the restaurant I work at. Um, We have a lamb chop on the menu. Uh, Also, I've purchased Jameson Farms Rack of Lamb for the house for us to, for me to cook at home. Uh, And it's very, very good. It's very delicious. Um, I've enjoyed it thoroughly. Yes. Um, So that's going on. We also have Yoga in the Square again this weekend. It is Sunday night. The Saturday night market in Market Square. Don't forget. Yoga in the Square Sunday daytime, not Sunday night. Yeah, Yoga in the Square. I'm sorry. Sunday daytime. Saturday night market is the night before. Um, They're also having a bunch of stuff in the Market Square. Like today was Kids Hour during lunch. I went through that one day. Um, 
Another one was, uh, the, of course, the farmer's market on Thursdays. We have workout Wednesday, motivational Mondays, which is when they do another yoga on Mondays, like 12 to 2 or something like that. Um, so seriously, check out Visit Pittsburgh. They have all the scoop on all of those things going on in the square. Um, you get to go tomorrow, this one, don't oh, you? Oh, yes. So, the Art of Facts at the Heinz the History Center. Pittsburgh Society of Illustrators is celebrating their 20th year with a art show that's called Art of Facts at History Heinz History Center. And what this is, is they actually made illustrations about stories of famous Pittsburghers, like Heinz. And they went back and researched their history and then made an illustration about it. So, like... There's some pretty cool stuff. So we're going to have more of a scoop for that because that show runs through March of 2018. That's a long run. So we're actually going to go tomorrow and check it out. We're going to have some pictures, some Instagram pictures and everything. So tune into that um, if you want to see what those pieces look like. But I'll have more information about that next week and on the blog this week. And today I got to finally see this, and this is through September. The Stars of the Silver Screen at the Andy Warhol Museum. So, I have not been to the Warhol in, like, ten years. It didn't dawn on me. Like, it had been a very long time since I'd did, seen the Warhol. Did you get to sit on the couch? I did sit on the couch. There you go. I didn't get my picture taken on the couch, but I sat on the couch. I also sat on the comfy leather chairs and had a shot of espresso before everybody else showed up and drank some coffee. But I did get to play in the cloud room also... Um, it's very different than what I remember it as. It's always changing, so that's kind of good. Um, I, of course, was in love with the movies and the television shows. Like, I could just watch his film stuff for, like, hours. And at one point, it was quite embarrassing because, not to get a little risque here, but there's a room that you go in and there's, like, five chairs sitting in the middle. And along the one wall is three movies and one is just a man's ass and it's doing different things it's like thrusting it's shaking side to side at some point they shove a banana up it oh, yeah. um things like that and then there's a picture in the middle and from what i could tell the man was having an orgasm but all you could see was from his like chin up so literally he was like writhing and like closing his eyes and rolling his eyes in the back of his head and then there was another one of a guy eating just literally, like, enjoying food. And I sat there for a good, like, 20 or 30 minutes. And other than the ass cheeks, I was like, this is, like, the purest, most beautiful form of happiness. Is a man orgasming and a man eating. Oh, there you go. We're guys, you know. <laughs> Pretty simple, right? Food, beer, sex. Then I went into another part, and they were showing his... Uh, TV show uh, 15 Minutes of Fame, or Andy Warhol's 15 Minutes, it was called. Right. And literally was sitting there listening to Ian McKellen read a poem over, um, over uh, uh, like, I forget this band's name, but they were very popular in the 80s. Like, playing these, like, coffee shop, like, like, snapadelic kind of music and he's like reading this poem and then there's these old like videos of Debbie Harry singing and all this other stuff. So anyways, they have a special exhibit going on right now through September called The Art uh, Stars of the Silver Screen 
And it is really cool. So all it is is they took his screen prints of um, Marilyn Monroe, Liza Minnelli, and uh, a few other people. Natalie, a few of those other ones, and moved them into this special gallery. And then and Elvis, one of the pieces of Elvis is in there. And as you walk around the room, it is all photographs of movie sets and, like, movie stars. <clears throat> and some of them he's in, and other ones he took, and other ones he it, it, it were part of his collection. But there's, like, all these young, young actors, actors that are older now that we are, like, used to being, like... Like, Sir Ian McKellen is a perfect one. I'm used to him just being in the X-Men movies, and he's, like, older, and, like... But there's a picture of him, like, in his 50s, like, or in his 40s and 30s, and he's young, and Elizabeth Taylor, like, really, really young. So it was a really, really cool... Uh, Clark Gable's shoes were there, which I had to spoon over for a little bit because he's one of my favorite actors. So, no, you do also do know that Andy Warhol's grave is around the corner from our house. Well, yes, and that was one of the things that we had talked about when we were standing in the um, main lobby and we were getting ready to leave. Was they had the live feed up on the wall? Right, because it's under live. So it's under live feed. I started to say I've never driven up there, but it's so nice and peaceful that I drive by it every day going to work. Pretty much, you do. It's up on the hill. Yeah, right around the corner. So from I get house. to see it. I mean, it's not that hard. It's. But it's not, like, anything too crazy. On his birthday, it gets kind of crazy up there. There's, like, soup cans everywhere and stuff like that. There's soup cans everywhere all the time up there. But it's, um, I really enjoyed myself at the at the museum today. I really, really did. Um, so I had a blast. Uh, but check out Stars of the Silver Screen at the Andy Warhol. It was only $20 to get in. It's or not if bad you're a member, Or if you're a member, it's one of the memberships for the Carnegie. If you have a little kids or you are a student, it is only $10. There you go. So, um... I don't know they take little kids to any Warhol stuff, but hey. I think, like, it was, like, 13 to 17 or something it was only $10. Of course, obviously, little, little kids, the attention wouldn't be there. So, probably right. not, like, the best place. Anyways, and of course, there was always things to do, like the cloud room and laying down in the parachute chair and everything else. So, it was kind of cool. Awesome. And, and uh, we we went in and we looked at making our screen test, but one of us did it and one of us, and the rest of us didn't, so it was kind of cool. Anyways, so that's the events. It's kind of busy. It's a little busy. It we is. We got some big ones coming up. The regatta, Picklesburg, always a good thing. And then, of course, every Sunday, yoga in the square, the Saturday night markets, always a good thing. That lamb cook-off sounds like fun. I think we need to call somebody to get us to go to that. Um, but, uh, sweet. So if there's anything else going on that you want us to talk about or you want us to come to, by all means, shoot us an email at, uh, boldpgh.com. And don't um, get freaked out if I send you a Twitter message because a, a few of these came from Twitter messages yeah, today, right? which I thank you for getting, answering my, uh, direct messages and sending off some press releases and let me know like about these events. So it was cool. Thank you. Awesome. So we're going to take a little break and you'll hear uh, a few words from another podcaster here on the River's Edge. And we'll be right back with the turn off or put in the headphones, kick the boss out of the office, send the kids to bed for the He Said. 
she said. All right, we're back. It's time to kick the kids out of the room, put on those headphones, and tell your boss to take a hike. Because this part is not safe for radio. It is. He said. She said. And we're going to start off with he said first. Oh, God. He brings up something dreaded that we don't want to talk about. When there is one bathroom, how sacred is that time? So... I know why you're bringing this up, and it's great. I think it's hilarious. So, so just to air this out right now, somebody has a very strict bathroom regimen and likes to take the longest in the bathroom and um, doesn't like that he gets interrupted, usually about 10 minutes into it, with me going, babe, 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 pulling, like, a Sheldon on him, going, like, you need to get out of the bathroom. So, yes, with one bathroom in the house and two people. Now, most of the time, there's like four out of the seven days a week that it doesn't cause an issue because you're gone before I even get up. True. So, whenever I decide to go do my bathroom ritual... Such an extensive ritual I, it is, I, I, I don't have to worry about anybody knocking on the door going, Babe, 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 I gotta go. Also, there are those times that whenever you wake up in the morning and you are in the bathroom at oh dark 30 and I, nature calls me at 6.30 or 7 in the morning and I have to go pee, if you're in the shower, I just open the door and go pee and I go back out. I just make sure I don't flush and tell you to flush on the way out because otherwise I'd burn you. There's always those moments that you reach into the um, shower and grab. Yeah. Grab me. Yes. There are those. <laughs> But or with, reach around your face and just blow me kisses. Right, but with one, but with one bathroom in the house. So how sacred is bathroom time? So when you have your your your, your morning routine, and you know, for me, it's it's smoke a cigarette, sit on the toilet, go through Facebook, Twitter, whatever else I go through, and then I get in the shower, and I'm good to go for the day. You kind of do the same thing. You're just quicker about it than I am. I don't smoke a cigarette. You don't. I do. But. I also have been in the horrible habit lately of sleeping longer. So. Yes. I actually have a timer set when I get on the toilet. And a timer set to when I get out of the shower. And I have it timed down to nine minute intervals now. Oh, there you go. Of my mornings. Because I realized that I would be late for work every morning if I just did whatever the f freak I wanted to. Correct. So I try to, like, time it down to these nine-minute intervals that I'm like, okay, I'm up. And, I mean, I leave myself only about 30 minutes to get ready and get out the door. You so do. You we're do. talking, you got nine minutes, about five, nine minutes to get from the upstairs, downstairs, and through the toilet area. And then nine minutes in the shower... And then nine minutes to get dressed, and I'm out the door. There you go. You have a time down way. And then people at work wonder why I look like shit all the time. I mean, really. I don't look good at work. 
You're in an office. Don't ever ask me to look good at work. You're in an office. It really doesn't matter. It's not that I'm in an office. I still have friends, and I still have people who come and visit me. And not only that, but I still have people who, like, I work with who I'm sure respects the fact that I just have, like, a bun on top of my head and no makeup on. But at the same time, I'm sure they're like, wow, you know, Amanda, she doesn't take care of herself at all. I just value you sleep more. Well, you know, because also you work with a bunch of, like, mid-20-somethings that... That's not true. No. Everybody wears. Yeah, something. But, Anyways. But no, so the the whole... So if you... if Next place we have, we're going to have to have two bathrooms. That's all there is. There has it. been multiple times where you've gone either outside to go pee or something I mean, else honestly, because I just couldn't deal with it. Honestly, if it's after dark, I will pee off the front porch. <laughs> and I'm okay with this. You know, I've gone to friends' houses where I possibly have let the neighbors see his penis. So. I mean, I mean, we've also gone to friends' houses where it's after dark, and they're just like, "Oh, it's pee in the yard, whatever." Cool. I, you know, I you know, talk, guys are different than girls. Obviously, they are. I obviously have never. I have peed outside a handful of times in my life, and I taught my daughters to pee outside. I taught my son to pee outside. But it's just, no, like, bathrooms were created for a reason. Right. Because indecent exposure is still a, like, misdemeanor. I mean, it's a summary offense. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, you know, also there's the whole, we can get you a shiwi. I'm you not know, up for getting a shiwi at all. You know, and then there's, the, you know, the tailgating at games and stuff. But let's also talk how sacred the shower part is. The shower part so, is... I am all for one for you coming in and like blowing the little kisses and making little winky faces at me and everything else. But my God, I just want like peace and quiet. I mean, how many times have I actually popped in the shower and you're just leaning against the wall letting the water beat on you? A lot of times instead of you. Yeah. I purposely come in the shower and look at your ass. Yeah, yeah well, it's not that great, but. I enjoy it. There you go. True story. And there has also been times where I came into the bathroom and scared the shit out of you and enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. There was that one time in Dormont where I almost made you fall. That was quite hilarious. I was laughing for about a good 40 minutes over it. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I was, but I just well, felt like picking on that you. That also teaches you, do not play music in the shower. Because you don't hear when somebody comes, when somebody sneaking, comes in, in, sneaking in and then in. throws open the curtain and goes, Okay, buggy, buggy! And then runs out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> Which is exactly what I did. And you just nearly fell and then started laughing and then chased me around the room, like, screaming at me. Yes. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, I mean, so next place we have is going to have to have multiple bathrooms or at least a half bath. Somewhere along those lines. Yeah, you know, I'm not for one for having a Pittsburgh toilet in our lives. It'd just be another thing I'd have to fucking clean. Boom. There it is. I'm kind of happy we have one bathroom because that's all we have to clean is one bathroom. Right, but we'll have to have multiple bathrooms. And then, what is it? Whose house were we at that has five fucking bathrooms? A lot of people we know have five fucking bathrooms. It's ridiculous. You know, I, that's I, way too many to clean. I mean, my mom, my, 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 my parents have two and a half. My parents have two and a half in their house. 
and I know my, my dad does kitchens and bathrooms, so a lot of the houses that are being built that he's doing have four and five bathrooms or four and a half, four full bathrooms and, and, and a half bath somewhere. I, like, that's just a lot to me. It's a lot of cleaning. I mean, I don't know enough Do you people set up, that... like, a regimented schedule to clean that many bathrooms? Uh, no, most of those people have uh, uh, maids or cleaning services for that part uh, of everything. I don't know. It's a lot. Wow. That's... So, bathrooms. So, we went one scary place. Uh, okay, so, the next part is, is that there was an incident last week where you were in the first part of your ritual, which was smoking a cigarette and going through Facebook, and I wanted to have a conversation. And your face got so annoyed with me. It was as if I interrupted the sports moment on the news. Or tonight when there was, like, a story about bourbon and beer on the 11 or the 5 o'clock news, and I kept interrupting you. Like, your face got so annoyed. You just kept staring at the shower curtain like, this bitch ain't gonna shut the fuck up. Like, scroll, smoke, scroll, smoke. You done yet? You can wait 15 minutes for this conversation. Like The problem is I couldn't because I was leaving. Yeah. I couldn't wait on the conversation because I was actually leaving for the day. Pretty much. And it's it like, was humorous at the same time. I'm glad you got a kick out of it. Your face was just so pissed. So I guess I learned another lesson. Another Steve lesson is don't interrupt the man while he takes a poop. There you go. It's don't interrupt sports on the any news time. Don't interrupt stories about beer, bourbon, or anything else. And don't interrupt my poop. There you go. <laughs> uh, so now you're... you're uh, thing here is was sex in your 40s 13 things to know well, i'm glad we're not 40 yet so well this is hilarious because i found this article like i always do um i find articles because i'm like well this is just silliness so this is actually reader's digest so that'll just show you the target market was what 40 to 60 year olds reader's digest is probably 60 so 13 things you need to know about sex in your 40s so we're almost gonna be 40 soon few more years hopefully we won't be together <laughs> <laughs> but thank god <laughs> and back onto my facebook <laughs> no because you need to input okay go ahead so 13 things you may need to know number one you may need to put in a little bit more work so our our libidos will be down okay so you need to put in more work Yes. Put in more work. Libidos might be down. Okay. Ah, there's pop-ups. Hold on. Sorry. Got derailed. There's pop-ups. Okay. It, you may be wilder in the sack. So, wait a minute. So, <laughs> I gotta... Wait. No, you need to put that away and I'm, actually listen I'm listening. I am listening. So, you may be wilder in the sack. So, wait a minute. So... We've been talking this entire time that the 20s are for that, like, one-night stand, but it's still missionary, boring-ass sex. 30s are for kink, BDSM, and exploring new things because you're confident in your sexuality and don't give two fucks anymore. Right. But now the 40s may be the time that it gets over the top. 
So in your 40s is when you buy the sex swing and, like, lock off the red room. Well, I mean, and also, (laughs) have you looked into any of the swingers clubs and shit? I mean, they're all over 40. Wow. Pretty much most of everybody in there is over 40. You know, and and body structure doesn't matter. There's people that are 380 pounds. There's people that are 38 pounds. I mean, you know, uh, know, the whole swingers... Uh, or, or what's called the lifestyle is is prevalent. So they have an actual doctor commenting on this. Couples in their 40s are having some of the best sex of their lives. They have more permission and motivation to explore different aspects of sexuality, Dr. Chavez says. Couples may try kink, role play, watch erotica together, open their relationship, or try tantra in their 40s. Couples are more open to exploring at this age due to sexual confidence, a stronger sense of sexual self, desire to make sex more playful, or feeling deeper emotional bonding for a more meaningful and passionate sex. There you go. Woo! But the next thing says, you need need to start paying attention to your heart health. You know, I just and the picture of this is like a forty-year-old person like grabbing at his heart, having a heart attack, and I'm like, you know, if that's the way to go, then that's the way to go. Well, I mean, because that whole comes back to, you know, the whole Viagra, Cialis, whatever other pills there are. And once again, if you have an erection for four hours, what are you gonna do? Call everyone I fucking know. <laughs> That shit would be up on Snapchat faster than you even know. You'd be like, I'm already making a Snapchat account. <laughs> like, whoo! That would just be a whole other level of our relationship that I don't even want to talk about. I'm not consulting the doctor. I'm calling everyone I know. <laughs> so, okay. And then in the next one, it says you may go through a lull, and that's okay. So are we talking about a lull of like a week or are we talking about a lull of months or years? I guess it depends on the couple. I think a lull for us is two days. Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, we're crazy, so. We are probably crazy, but I'm also just trying to see if you have a heart attack sooner than later. You're not on the beneficiary <laughs> plan yet, babe. No, but I have one of the spots in the poll. <laughs> uh, well. I'm really messing with him tonight. I know what I'm doing for my next birthday. Okay, so this one, actually, this next one doesn't apply to us at all. Uh, what, having sex? No, leaving. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to pick my birthday. <laughs> all right. Um, this one really doesn't apply to us, so I really can't say anything. It may get really boring if you're trying to conceive. Okay, I will tell you this. If you're trying to have a baby in your 40s, I hope you have a doctor on standby. Dude, if you're trying to have a baby in your 40s, you're nuts. I mean, you're going to be 60 and the kid's going to be 20. Yeah, you know? I mean, like, there's just not. I mean, I mean, really, are you going to be that 55-year-old parent with a with a 15-year-old kid running around? I mean. There's just so I, many. There are a lot. I see, I see a lot. I see a lot of. I know, see it, too, like, because of where we live and our professions, that the kids are, like, 18 and the parents are, like, 50. And I'm like, what? And the, well, well, the mom 50, is like... 18 or 50 is not bad. But like, I mean, like my parents. Like, I'm 38, going on 39, and my parents are 61 and 62. 
Right. I mean, your dad's 63? 65. 65. I thought it was 63. Anyway, you know. Um, I 64. I don't know. You know, so it's like. I know he had me when I was 28. Well, he didn't have me, but he was 28 when my mom right. had me. And my parents were 21 and 22, you know, when I was, you know, when I was born. Um, you know, but we have friends of ours that are in their late 30s and have, like, five-year-olds. Yeah. Like, they're, like, 38 and 39. That and I can understand. Like, you have your career, you're good, you have a house, blah, 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 blah. Like, that's cool. That's a good track, you know. But, like, this whole, like, being 50 and having a 10-year-old on about that and i see it a lot yeah i mean we do i mean but it's not weird but it's also like you don't get half the stuff that they're doing and going on in their lives right now i see it all the time right and also you have that whole and then you wonder why your kids know more about your technology but also you you notice the ones that are 50 that have like a five-year-old have a 20-year-old wife no they also (laughs) have it's also like their second marriage Yes, and there's so, that so there's, too. There's the, there is that there, there's, too. There's the ones that like they already have kids with their first wife or whatever, and those yeah. kids are like 15, 18, and twenty. Yeah. And now they have a new wife, and the new wife wants a baby. Yeah. And you know, and also the new wife's probably ten years younger. Whatever. Yes. yes. But okay, well, this one's all for me. Women may be more orgasmic in their forties. There you go. Woo hoo! I'm already seeing a slight uptick, so it just is gonna get more golden from here. I'm sorry. I'm okay with this. You're okay with it? Yeah. How are you okay with it? Cause it's fun. Cause it's fun. <laughs> I like that you say that it's fun, like as if you're riding in a like you're riding a roller coaster. I mean, <laughs> some roller coasters are fun. All right. Um, guys can hold out longer. So meaning that my orgasms will be more plentiful and yours will be longer. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they mean holding out, like... Our no, there's an upside to the decline st- in hormone levels over this decade. Men over 40 find themselves lasting longer than they did in the past. As men age, they're often better able to delay orgasm said another doctor. They can slow down and enjoy experience more fully in a more connected way. Oh, that's good. So we're going to share a moment. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there it is. There it is, right there. And you, oh, God, now this one they cross the line with. I'm sorry. You may need to break out the lube or estrogen cream. So not only are we having multiple orgasms, but we're going dry at the same time. I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about that one. I don't feel like that's... Something doesn't add up there. Because the man lasts so long that you have multiple orgasms, but then you went dry. I I don't get it. (laughs) There's probably some scientific proof next to it, but... And you may be at a greater risk of a- for STDs. Well, that's because you have a fucking open relationship. And swinger parties. Well. And more kink. So if you don't wash your toys afterwards, yeah, you're going to be sicker. Yeah, you got to be careful about that, especially if you start adding multiple partners and so forth. And, you know, yeah. swinger parties and 
whatever other and it only gets worse you know like one of the highest places for stds is nursing homes really yeah nursing homes yeah those lonely old people just get a hold of Viagra and just pow, pow, pow. I mean, I, I know nursing homes can be one of the biggest drug rings, too, because, you know, they're like, oh, you're out of your Oxycontin, don't worry, I have fentanyl. Or you're out of your Vicodin, don't worry, I have Percocet. And you don't need all that shit. Like, take what you're prescribed. But Yeah, so you may be at greater risk for STDs. Men, we want to take action to prevent erectile dysfunction. I, this is getting dark. <laughs> I mean, it happens. We know that. But again, it's a lack of testosterone at this age. Right. All right. You may, you may start to focus on another form of intimacy. So, too much focus on intercourse can make sex mundane and unsatisfying if it doesn't go on, on as planned. Learn to focus on pleasure and connection with your partner. Learn more about what you like now that you have less source of sense of urgency. So it's back to being tantric. Yeah. Have you ever tried tantric sex? No. Do you even want to try tantric sex? I don't know. Sex? Do you even know what it is? I, I've watched American Pie enough times that I know, you know... What Do you think Finch's, like, analogy of tantric sex is, like, a valid thing? I mean, that's what I have to go on, so... But you didn't read Sting's, like, book? I did not read Sting's book. You are correct. I didn't know Sting had a book. About tantric sex? Correct. Yeah. I mean, I know... So imagine fooling, fooling, fooling around until you're almost on the brink and then walking away from it. Yeah, I don't know about that. Or me parading around in a tiny, tiny little skirt in front of you and you getting so crazy and then me going, no, 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 for like months. I mean, that, that, that's And like, then you can't be a master of your domain and touch yourself. I, I mean, that's also part of dom-sub relationships and that gets further into that as well. And then you get into the whole cuckold situation and then, I mean, it's, yeah, there's a lot to go on there. How does it turn into a cuckold situation? By you being a dom. No, no, no. You both abstain from having the sex. Uh, I, don't I don't know. You both abstain. I just drive you crazy, and then you turn around and you can't have any. And then I can't have any. You, it's a two-way street. Uh, yeah, I'll have to read on it, because I don't know. Other than what I know from Finch. Other than the fact that you wouldn't be interested. Probably not. <laughs> And you'll be more focused on your relationship. Of course you will be because you're in your 40s and it doesn't matter anymore, right? Pretty much. Um, and sex is still really important to you is the last thing. Um, yeah, I guess. So apparently Reader's Digest has like the weirdest aspects of sex talk, I guess. I just don't know how I feel about this article. I don't know either. I mean, obviously, I mean, we're close to 40, but we're not there yet. So, um, I guess I'll have to wait another year. <laughs> or two. Or three. Once we start to figure out, you know. Oh, there's another great one. Study finds having tattoos gets you more sex. Probably. I don't know about that. 
I get comments all the time if somebody sees the fact that I have one on my lower back. Go, you have a tramp stamp. Um, check my age. It was before it was considered a tramp stamp. Correct. So, sorry. I got that in the year 2000 before it was considered a tramp stamp. Yeah, I don't know when it actually became a tramp stamp, but... I didn't hear that phrase until my my late 20s, my mid to late 20s. So I was just like 19 when I got it. I wasn't even drinking in a bar yet when I got that tattoo. There you go. Amanda was a good girl. Except for my tattoos. Except for her tattoos until she turned 21. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was a pothead. Right, that's true. I was a pothead in college. The and truth about somehow it. Somehow she managed to pass. With A's mm-hmm. and honors. C kids, pot's not all that bad. Well, not if you go to art school. <laughs> Which kind of requirement <laughs> at art school to be a Yeah, modern. you know, it is. Um, anyways, so I think we're done. I, I think, think that wraps are. it up. You kind of tailed off on that conversation there. You alright? I'm good. You alright? Yeah, I'm fine. You fine? Good. I'm You're not looking 40. a little peaked. I'm not 40 yet. You're looking a little peaked. Thanks. I'm not 40 Your yet. Your ears are a little red. Mm-hmm. You alright? I'm fine. You want to go try some tantric? No. <laughs> want to keep drinking? Yes. Can I, except I don't have any more beer in the fridge. You have two. Oh. I have to drink one of yours. Nope. <laughs> Wait, All right. Chris. It's only midnight. We still got the bars open for another two hours. No, I have to be up early. And so do you. <laughs> All right, folks. We're out of here for this week. Stay awesome, stay Yenzer, stay Pittsburgh. And we'll be back next week with more events and more fun things to talk about and a new place to eat and drink. Take care. Have a good weekend.